Happy Tag Tuesday. Hello, we are here. Vegas, baby! Woo! <laughs> Thelma and Louise. <laughs> I don't know why there has to be whooping when we talk about Vegas, but there <laughs> apparently there does. I can't help myself. Woohoo! No, we can't help ourselves. It's we awesome. are so tired, though. Oh, always. I always. mean, we just drove out today. Yeah, we just got here. And we are anticipating a great time. Mm -hmm. We come here every six months for the home show. Yes. It's a collection of interior designers and various people from that industry. And mm -hmm. we sometimes we buy a lot of stuff and sometimes we look and sometimes we make contacts and anything can happen. Anything can happen. And it's really just our time together. Right. It's really fun. It really is fun. We get yeah. to drive out together. We use, usually listen to podcasts. Mm -hmm. We catch up on our lives, even yeah. though we see each other a lot. Yeah. You and I are usually potting. Yeah, it's like business rather than just like chilling with my friend. I don't know what's going on in all of our aspects of our lives, right? right? So we talk for four hours straight and mm. then we get to Vegas and we always go out for the most delicious dinner, which we had. Yes, we, um, <laughs> oh, do, do I even want to mention it? I they're don't not, know. They're not supporters of this show. No, they're not supporters <laughs> of the show, but they sh certainly could be and we would welcome it because all I would ask them in order to do that would be to throw me some free yellowtail. Mm, just the yellowtail alone. Yes. Yeah. It's a delicious restaurant that's called Peruvian Fusion. That's what they, that's the type of food it is. Really? Did you know that? It's sushi and Peruvian Fusion. I did not know that. Yeah. Which is weird because I'm like, well, I don't know. And I mean. I guess I like it. I guess I could move to Peru. I don't think that they're serving that. So the we it sounds a little snooty because I think people associate Nobu with a bunch of people that are hoity-toity, snooty, snooty, and because it's not a cheap restaurant. No, but we don't we don't go crazy. We're not. We also don't drink. So for us, we go there. We get the food, and you and I are not like overeating. The, we're the yellowtail. Yeah, we're we sharing. share everything, but still, the food is next level good. And mm -hmm. they have a dessert at this mm -hmm. particular. First of all, we found out from our waiter tonight that this Las Vegas. There's two locations in Las Vegas, but the one at Caesars is the largest one in the world. Yeah, it's got the most square footage and the most seating capacity, and the most it, most people coming in yeah. and out. The busiest. It busiest. Mm -hmm. Now, when we go there, Anne literally makes the reservation four or five months in advance. Mm -hmm. That's how much they in advance. Won't make me, they won't let me make it any more than 90 days. Oh, is that what happens now? Yes. Okay. I was upset. Yeah, that's... It's, it's upsetting. Yeah, she has it like a, on her calendar. I so do. she does. Yeah, she I does. Do. We always, that's our tradition. We go there the first night. We always go to an early rest, early time because mm -hmm. it's kind of the only time that's available. Sure, we're there at five. They're barely open. Five or 5.30 and there's yeah. always a million people there still. Mm -hmm. And we have to wait to get seated the whole oh bit. But gosh. the experience, if you ever get the opportunity and you like, uh, they have a little bit of everything, but it, it it's worthwhile, I think. And it's, you know, some people I've said, are, they think it's overrated. Mm -hmm. I've gone to the one in Newport. I think it's good. But the one in Las Vegas, there's it's exceptional. 
I don't know why there's a difference, but there just is. I don't know either. Maybe it's just our attitude. I think it might be. But the one good thing about the one in Vegas, too, is the dessert that we always get. Now, what's it called? I don't know, but we can never get it anywhere else. I've tried. They don't serve it anywhere else. They don't serve it anywhere else. And I found out from our waiter tonight, he Mm -hmm. was awesome, Mm -hmm. that that is because they don't serve it anywhere. That's why we can't get it. Because I've gone to Newport trying to get it, Mm -hmm. telling them, explaining what it is. It's just the most delicious, delicious, I mean... We took it back to the hotel and we just finished it and we're so happy. So before we got back to the hotel to finish our delicious dessert, and I'm glad that we had that dessert waiting for us. I don't because know if we between, should talk about what happened in between. Between dinner and dessert, there was an experience oh. that was unlike anything else. So right. those of you who have been to Las Vegas know that their old town or the OG strip is now called Fremont Street. Mm-hmm. And we had to go to the Golden Nugget in order to get our um, ID and a lanyard to, to get signed up for the show that we're going to be at tomorrow for the for the home show. We didn't have to, but we chose no, we to chose do that to. because we took an Uber there. We chose to do that because it just seemed easier. And it was. And it was. It was super easy. We didn't have to wait in line. No. We won't have to wait in line tomorrow. No. It'll be super easy. But I have never been to Fremont Street. So the Golden Nugget butts up against Fremont Street. Uh-huh. It's right there. And so we walked through the Golden Nugget lobby, which, by the way, was kind of glorious. It was it's nice. been redone. A lot nicer than I expected. It didn't smell horribly. It was a pretty upscale looking group of people, yes. et cetera, et cetera. You walk out of the Golden Nugget at the door we walked out of. And if you just turn left, there's you're on Fremont Street, basically. Right. And I said to Denise something about oh my husband and I were here a few months ago it was during the day and there weren't that many people there Denise and I are there by what 637 it was about 730 okay 730 at night so it's dark time nighttime and it wasn't the same experience but Denise, <laughs> Denise was like I let's go walk down Fremont I've never done this let's go walk down it you know it'll be fun the street performers are out in mass <laughs> And by street performers, I mean young ladies who are scantily dressed who will charge you. I don't know. How much were they charging for a picture? I don't know. Ten bucks? I could. I had to look away. It was such a freak show. I I have to tell you, I, I, when people tell me, when I tell people I've gone to Vegas and I love Vegas because mm-hmm. you and I go, I never, ever gamble. No. The only thing I do is we go to the home show or I've gone to the world of concrete or yeah. whatever it is. I always go to great restaurants. Mm-hmm. I've seen marvelous shows. Yep. Or I literally eat the best food on the planet. Now, who knew? And this is, I don't know why this is new news to me, that Vegas has probably some of the best restaurants, the best food I've ever had. I, I don't, I think it's changed over the years, right? Like it used to be, real, we took the kids when they were little to Vegas. We used to bring them here mm-hmm. in order to just like, in the summer a couple times we came there because it's pretty inexpensive in the summer yeah. it used to be especially right. to stay there and they had great pools mm-hmm. it was before pool parties where like people were like you know partying in the pool Ooh. it used to just be like you could go swimming in the pool there also was a big water park there okay, and there was a magic show right mm-hmm. and there was a blue man group and oh, there was sure. all of these things which are still there mm-hmm. And all of these shows that you could, it was family oriented. It yeah. was before what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, right? They always are marketing it to a different group. That's a genius marketing totally standard right there. It was really quite something when they came out with that. Mm-hmm. So Vegas went from 
scuzzy to Disneyland to what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. And that's where they've kept it. They've kept it there. Mm-hmm. And they seem to find, they found their groove, they right? Found, they found that niche. They did. And yeah. and I have to say that everyone's surprised that I like Vegas, but mm. I hadn't been to Fremont Street. I think that's the real Vegas. I don't want it to be. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. I mean, I literally i was super excited to go see it yeah, yeah. and i'm excited to see what is going on in maybe i'd say the dark corners of vegas sure i saw it and, and it wasn't dark no <laughs> when you go down fremont street it's covered with lights so it's you're outside but it's covered you're walking yeah. down if you've like ever seen it it's a canopy of mm-hmm. electric you know it looks like you're outside it's like it's all it's really spectacular and it's beautiful mm-hmm. But what's going on on the street level mm-hmm. is something, I mean, I couldn't even video. I showed my husband when mm-hmm. when I sent it to him a couple videos. I didn't even video the part that was really crazy. We saw some stuff. And yes, and there's a lot of security walking around. People are, it, it seems pretty safe. Mm-hmm. It was just so in your face, dark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I sound old and really, I guess, conservative mm-hmm. i don't know it was <sighs> it was women doing anything they could for a buck we were like man we might need to shower when we get home uh, yeah and i i feel as though i still do but first we need to podcast <laughs> so i have i have some interesting facts to tell you you do about las vegas they're all vegas based not everything i have to say but tonight oh. i wanted to talk i got this ready I knew we were going to be doing this. I love it. The did you know. And I'm going to do a little did you know fun facts about Vegas. Let's hear it. Okay. Um, Did you know that Las Vegas actually means the meadows? That's what What? Las Vegas means, the meadows. In what language? Well, I don't know. Due to the water found underground artesian wells. Okay. So they have aquifers underneath there. It's a desert out here. Yeah. Well, they have a lot of greenery. You've seen it. I thought it was man-made. Nope. Okay. The famous Las Vegas Strip is actually not located in the city limits of Las Vegas. Oh, it's not? Nope. It actually falls under the jurisdiction of Clark County. Oh. Okay, so it's unincorporated. Yep. Okay. With its millions of lights, Las Vegas is considered the brightest spot on earth. Mm, I believe that. When we were down in mm-hmm. on, on Fremont Street, that was next level, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. It was like this buzzing, right? Mm-hmm. The annual rainfall, guess, how many inches of rain do you think they get annually? Nine. Four. Oh. Four inches of rain here. Four? I have been here when it has rained a lot. Oh. And it seemed like a lot because the flooding in these streets here is next level. Mm. You don't want to be here. Literally cars being washed away. Oh my gosh. Because they're not used to it. I can't handle it. You get more than two or three inches at a time, Mm -hmm. you're going to be in some trouble. Um. Consumption of shellfish, which I don't usually associate associate shellfish with Las Vegas because it's far Desert. from any ocean. Oh no, 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 right? Yeah. But the consumption of this of shellfish in Vegas is over sixty thousand pounds per day. Well, it's those buffets. The high, <laughs> that's higher than the rest of the United States combined. Ooh, ooh, really? Yes. Well, it's those giant. It's a mountain of shrimp at the eleven ninety nine buffet, right? It, I, the the interesting thing is, you and I have talked about this food. I don't see, and we're not at re, we're not at places where they really offer those types of things. We've gone to buffets oh, we while have. we've been in vaca- on vacation yep. together. Yep. The Wicked Spoon. Yep. 
at the Cosmopolitan. Shout out. It's not eleven ninety nine. No, it's not. It's expensive. But oh my goodness. The food in Vegas when you go to good places is not cheap. Now, if we're talking about buffet, let me, I just read this on a brochure that has to do with the Aria. They were telling us, here's the things you can do and here's the great stuff that we offer you, et cetera, et cetera. They closed down the Aria buffet and since COVID, it will not reopen. Oh. Which is interesting. I don't like buffets. Don't love them. I've never been a fan. Mm-hmm. After COVID, I've never eaten at one. Is it the breathing on the food from it's other people? everything. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's the touching. Next, mm. mm-hmm. But when we went, we went after... We went to a buffet mm-hmm. a couple years ago, right Before after COVID. COVID. Yeah, right after COVID. Did no. we go to the Wicked Spoon? No. Oh, we haven't been. We haven't been. Mm-mm. Well, even at that, they were having people serve you. Yeah, it wasn't a true buffet. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. it was buffet style, right. but it wasn't a true like a uh, you know cough screen and kids jumping up. The, ugh. Maybe something good did come from COVID. COVID. I think it did. Yeah. I think it did. Um, did you know that there's over fifteen thousand miles of neon tubing within the city? How many? 15,000 miles. miles of neon tubing. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I think we saw That's, half of that yeah, on Fremont. On Fremont, yeah. <laughs> More than 1,200 fountains are involved in the famous Bellagio Fountain Show. Oh, I that's one of my favorite things about Vegas. I know. that fountain show. So in front of the fountain show, for those of you who are listening now, and I'm not sure when this is going to air, mm-hmm. but I think it'll air before the Super Bowl. Super Bowl is going to be in Vegas and they are already gearing up Mm -hmm. and you and I have passed it several times. The big stand in front of the Bellagio, there's going to be some sportscasters in front of that thing Mm -hmm. because it's such a grand show Mm -hmm. and they're getting it ready right now. Yeah, it's It's pretty cool. Las Vegas Boulevard was down to two lanes. Yes. What a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, Let me see what else would be something good. more about Vegas factories. At 1,149 feet, the stratosphere Yes. mm -hmm, is the tallest observation tower in the United States. Look at that. I didn't know that. And the second tallest freestanding structure west of the Mississippi River. Wait, I'm thinking. So the other one has to be the Space Needle, right? I I would assume. I would assume. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. I didn't know that. I mean, Vegas is known for some cool stuff. Yes. And if you don't live four miles, four hours away from Vegas, going to Vegas is like something you want to do. Sure. I mean, it's definitely fun to come there, right? Yeah, yeah. Come and see it here. Standing tall at 550 feet and measuring 520 feet in diameter, Mm -hmm. the high roller holds the record for being the tallest observation wheel on the planet. Oh, that's the big Ferris wheel thing. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's fine. It is. We've never gone on that. We haven't. We talked about it. Maybe next time, instead of going to Fremont Street, we do the observation wheel. The most beautiful thing about it was that when we drove in tonight, we saw that Mm -hmm. with the almost full full moon. It was very cool. It was very, very cool. Mm -hmm. Um, The first structure built by non-native settlers was built in 1855 by Mormon missionaries. Oh, is it the fort? Or whatever. What Doesn't was, say what yeah, it is. I'll bet that's what it was. Yeah. That's cool. Yep. Golden State Hotel and Casino is the oldest hotel and casino in Las Vegas, originally opened in 1906 as the Hotel Nevada. Oh, okay. 1906. 1906. Oh, can you imagine what that was like. The first telephone in Las Vegas was installed in 1907. Okay. At the Hotel Nevada, mm-hmm. and a plaque still commemorates it in today's Golden Gate Hotel and Casino. We got to go see that. That's I know, fun. I know. Um, Legislation of gambling in 1931 encouraged other parts of the country to request the recall of Nevada's statehood. Okay. They didn't like it. They wanted them to give back statehood? They wanted them not to be a state because they were so evil. Well, 
<laughs> I'll just leave it there. Go ahead. Go uh, on. Some tourist facts. Sure. More than 42 million people visit Las Vegas every year. I'll bet they do. 42 million. Mm-hmm. We've been there sometimes when it feels like there's that many. Oh, just right there on the strip or in our hotel. Um, the friend I was telling you about, that I, my German friend who wanted mm-hmm. to see Death Valley, he could not get to Las Vegas fast enough. Really? So excited to see it. And we were like, okay, be careful where you stay. You know, we were trying to talk to him about this is, you know. Because he's a younger, he's a young man. He's a younger man. He'd never been to the U.S. in any real way. He's from Germany. He's from Portugal. But he's German. Mm -hmm. And um, was super excited. So he was here for like three weeks. Lots of things that he wanted to see. I talked to him after he left Las Vegas and he didn't make it a, a whole day. He rolled in. Kind of did the strip, parked his car, <laughs> walked up another strip, got in his car, and left for St. George. He hadn't even experienced prior to what it used to be. When we took our kids there many, many years ago when they were young, like I told you, they were like in grade school when we took them there for a summer, like two-night stay sure. to go to the water park and Aww. see the Blue Man Group and just do all of these things. We would walk down the strip. You mm-hmm. could walk down the street, uh-huh. right? Right. And all those people were handing out pamphlets. Oh. And... The cars you were you were trying to cross the street. They were doing all these things, and it was so much stimulation. Yeah. My kids did not like it. No, you wouldn't. They freaked out. <laughs> yeah, they did not like it. Like they were next level. Like, oh my gosh, what is going on? Yeah, you would. It's not like that anymore. You don't. You're going from hotel to hotel. You yeah. very rarely are even on the street, and if you are, it's very short. It's brief. It's brief. It's not like that. They've made it so that pedestrians have the ability to go from place to place and they have trams now and they have all mm. kinds of things it's not as overwhelming so your friend oh he was out on the strip and saw some stuff and he was like gotta go <laughs> it's been fun <laughs> bye-bye now las vegas is home to more than half of the 20th 20 largest hotels in the world 20 largest hotel okay got it yep yeah Forty-four thousand seven hundred people enter through the nevada california border by car daily how, how many i'm sorry 44 44,700. Daily? Ooh. Okay. It's a lot. That's a lot. That is a lot. Um, the average occupancy rate for hotels is 88.9%. Oh, it's got to be one of the highest. I mean... That's huge. There are around 150,259 hotel rooms in all of Las Vegas. Mm, I believe that. I would have thought there was more. Well, that's a lot. It, doesn't, it is a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Mm. Visitors spent 30... Thirty-six million, thirty-six point nine billion dollars. Nine billion, okay. In two thousand nineteen, in Las Vegas, just on ev- on everything. That's <sighs> just in general. Oh my gosh! Over twenty-two thousand conventions are held in Las Vegas every year. I believe that that convention center's hopping. It's, every, it's even if it's busy. not even the convention center, it can be anywhere. Like sure. they'll have it just yeah in any I hotel. I think our event tomorrow would be considered a convention oh for sure you know for sure and there's a lot of people coming 6.6 million people come to las vegas for conventions annually Mm -hmm. sure mccarran international airport is the seventh busiest airport in the united states and in north america the the what how busy the seventh busiest airport oh my gosh you know it's not do i should i even tell you this i don't want to see the top of your head blow off but i'm going to say it anyway (laughs) it's now the harry reed international airport it's it no, is? It's no longer McCarran. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I knew this would send you into next uh, next realm. Not a fan of not Harry Reid. No. Wasn't ever. Don't like him still. 
even though maybe well, he's rest got an peace. airport named after him. I guess. What do you got to do around here to get an airport named after you? Be a liar. Okay. Oh. <laughs> exciting Sorry. i can't wait I erase that we'll start on it now no way <laughs> never uh, um 50 wedding chapels exist in las vegas like i said yeah sports wagering accounts to more than two percent of the state's total income two percent okay that, that's about right mm-hmm. yeah. in 1980 mm-hmm. in the 1980s william lee bergstrom walked into binion's horseshoe casino we were right by binion's i know we drove by it that's why i'm telling you this with a suitcase containing $770,000, which was a rough equivalent in today's market of $2.31 million. In a briefcase. In a briefcase. Go on. The biggest bet placed in a casino. (gasps) He placed a bet with that money? Yes, he did. The biggest roulette bet in Vegas history was made at the Golden Gate in 2010 Mm. for $250,000. Do we know if they won? It doesn't tell us. Oh. The largest sum anyone ever won on a Las Vegas slot. Now, this yeah. made me hopeful, and okay. I'm thinking I might go downstairs tonight Uh-oh, do some or slots. tomorrow and okay. just just maybe just sit down at the slots with a certain amount, maybe 20 bucks, okay. 50 bucks, okay. 100 bucks. Okay. I don't know. Because how much do you think the largest payout yes. on a slot machine? Uh-huh. It was at the Excalibur. 100 grand? Keep going. No. Not even close. A million? Not even close. Tell me. 39 million. On slots? On slots. Don't How? ask. I don't know. I they don't have the answers to any of your questions. No, no, no. I don't I just have you the to. facts. That's crazy. That's what I'm saying. Should we go downstairs and Maybe. try it out? I don't like slots. I don't either, but I'm saying 39 million. They're so electronic now. That was back in the day where you had the arm. I love that. Yeah, you fun. can do that still a little bit. Did you see some downstairs in the casino? I that didn't like pay that? attention. I was too busy trying not to inhale the smoke, but that's me. So anyway. (laughs) Exactly. Go on. Exactly. Well, that's kind of about it. I mean, you know, that's some major facts, though. I mean, you and I are just these little ants coming to Vegas and just kind of being our people. But it's just like, this is a... This is a big commerce. Here. Oh, it's huge. Vegas is huge. Dealing in smut is huge. And by smut, I mean even gambling. No. It's a huge business. No, I mean, it's it's no gamble. You're going to lose. The only reason that <laughs> Vegas looks the way it does here. Yeah. And what we're able to do this is yeah. because people have lost yeah. a lot of money. They continue to lose. But if you can come to Vegas and set parameters on yourself, like, hey, I'm only going to bet 20 bucks and I'm going to go eat a nice meal and I'm going to have fun with my friends mm-hmm. and I'm going to go watch a great show. You, there's a lot to offer here. Mm-hmm. We like it. My biggest bet was has been $20. I, At a time? No, just that the when was it like three or four times ago that we were here oh, yeah i did i bet twenty dollars on blackjack Denise yeah. was my biggest supporter i lost in three hands and we walked away yeah i may as well lit it on fire and just <laughs> thrown it on the ground i mean like i've said before i would rather just take that money and go buy a purse or something it was dumb it's, and i haven't done it since i know because we're not you have to be good at gambling you have to know like if you're gonna play blackjack you gotta mm-hmm. practice you've got to kind of know what you're doing you got to be able to I count some count cards. I can count. Not with your fingers. Denise. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I, my husband is listening to this podcast right now, and he's on the other end nodding his head. Yes, Denise, you're right. <laughs> I mean, you know, like, you know, I got to go. That 20, well, one, I'm sorry. I, 18. Seven plus nine is, is a thinker. <laughs> <laughs> I 
This is why you lost in three hands. <laughs> no, 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 it was no bad shame. Luck. It was bad it, luck. It's not you. It's the, it's the dealer. It was the cards. It's the cards. <laughs> it was not in your favor. It's never in your favor. That's the whole point of Vegas. It's never, in, it's never in your favor. So mm-hmm. just remember that. But, you know, and here's the other tip for those of you out there. Look in the mirror before you get dressed. Oh. It is oh. something. Oh. It is crazy. But anyway. we, we did change hotels this time, and I'm mm-hmm. really glad that we did. I'm yes. not going to berate the last hotel we stayed in, but um, it's a much edgier group in the previous hotel. The yes. hotel that we're in now, the Aria, as we mentioned, is pretty, it's real tame. It's Lots not, of, it wasn't even, I didn't feel like it was a, a rough crowd of any kind, no, but I wasn't. felt like it. they must have cheaper hotel rooms. I don't know, but we, we saved money by coming to the Aria. Mm-hmm. That's what I don't understand. I well, don't understand what's need going I on. Need I remind you that the... Uh, three or four times ago when we came here and we stayed at that previous hotel it was the overlap we had overlapping conventions oh. and it was the adult uh movie industry convention yeah that we were there at the same time yeah so yeah it's a little bit of an edgier crowd i'll just yeah so anyway it's, it's just <laughs> anyway so my factoids are not Las Vegas based. Oh, mine are just in general. Okay. Um, uh, let me start with one of your favorite animals, the giraffe. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say manatee. No, the manatee. I, I gotta. I don't know. I gotta talk to some manatees and find out why they won't come clean with you. I don't know. I it's, don't. It's very disappointing. They seem to have an issue, and I don't know what it is. But anyway, I, I love giraffes. A giraffe, this should come as no surprise to anyone, is 30 times more likely to get hit by lightning than a person. What? Yeah. Well, think about it. Wait, just say that again. A giraffe is 30 times more likely to get 30 hit by- 30 times? To be hit by lightning than a person. Well, because he is, I understand he's why. Because he's so tall. I'm just wondering if, like, where he lives, there's more lightning. There are only five well-documented fatal lightning strikes on giraffes between 96 and 2010, but due to the population of the species just being 140,000 during that time, so there's not that many giraffes around. I didn't realize that. That's not very many. Mm -mm. It makes for about three one-hundredths lightning deaths per thousand giraffes a year. This is 30 times the equivalent fatality rate for humans. I'm sorry. If a giraffe has to take a lightning strike for me, I'm going to let him... I'm okay with that. I mean, I love a good giraffe, but come on. Um, you want me to do a couple more? Sure. While you're pulling up your your oh, non-Vegas one. ones? Yeah, I've got non-Vegas ones. You want okay. to talk about animals? Something, a I little do. fun fact about it. Flamingos bend their legs at their ankle, not their knee. That's not their knee? No. They it, bend it at their ankle. Why is it so far up? I don't know. They essentially stand on tiptoes. Their knees are closer to their body and are covered with feathers. This is just the first of many weird facts <laughs> about flamingos. About flamingos, but that's the only one I have. That's crazy. I love flamingos. Well, I mean, I so do fun. too. Aren't they so interesting? They're so cute. They are just. I mean, you look at. It, I want to hug a flamingo when I see it. It doesn't want to be hugged by you. I know. It's like a. It, it's like a Hindu swami. It doesn't want to be hugged <laughs> you, by Denise. You know. You do know that flamingos are pink because mm-hmm. of what they eat. Mm-hmm. I'm just for mm-hmm. those of you who might not know this fun fact. They eat shrimp. Right. And that's what makes them pink. There you go. That's so cute. That's just a fun fact you had rattling around in your head. I already knew that. I love it. Identical twins. Do you know any identical twins? Are there twins in your family? No. Mine neither. There are twins in Shana's family, Chance's wife. Oh, really? Yeah. So we're hopeful. We're very hopeful. That's kind of fun. I know. Oh, a set of twins would be fun. Identical twins do not have the same fingerprints. 
Did you know that? I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. You can't that blame... That makes sense, though. I guess it does, because they're individual people. But they have the same DNA. Mm-hmm. So you can't blame your crime on your twin. Uh, environmental factors during development in the womb, umbilical cord length, position of the womb, rate of finger growth, impact each individual's fingerprint. So it is based on their own growth individually rather than the DNA that they share, which is interesting. That is interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, this is kind of a fun fact that goes right into what we were saying. It's kind of like a segue. Tell me. Uh, did you know that roller coasters, you know why roller coasters were invented? Oh, why? Not just to have fun? Nope. It why? was to distract Americans from sin. From sin? Yes. Oh, we're back in Vegas now. In the 1800s, in 1880s, hosiery businessman LaMarcus Thompson hated that Americans were tempted by hedonistic places Such like as. saloons and brothels. He didn't even know about Vegas. No. He had, no. This guy is turning in his grave right yeah. now. No. This is next level. Mm-hmm. So he so he set out to straighten up one of the most immoral places that he could think of. Which was? Coney Island, New York. Coney was hedonistic back there. In the day? He built America's first roller coaster yeah. to give New Yorkers some good, clean fun away from seedier pastimes. Mm. Hello. So, I thought it was just to make me sick to my stomach. Yeah, make me scream. <laughs> no. Um, did you know that your brain is constantly eating itself? Oh, uh, that can't be good. Well, I, it doesn't surprise me because sometimes I'm like, where did that bit of information go? Well, I think my brain ate it. Uh, the process is called phagocytis. Are you sure you're saying that right? Nope. <laughs> Say it again. Phagocytosis. Okay. That sounds more, that sounds a little more medical. Okay. That's, is it the cytosis part? Uh-huh. Um, phagocyt- the phago part doesn't sound right. It's P-H-A-G. Okay. Gotcha. Yep. Uh-huh. Cells envelop and consume smaller cells or molecules to remove them from your system. But don't worry, this cytosis isn't harmful, but actually helps preserve your gray matter. So it's like regenerating itself. You do lose brain cells every day, though, all day long. Yeah, you do, which is fine. And when you get older, I don't think they replenish. Probably not. I think they just start dropping off. That's why they say, like, you don't want to, doing a lot of drugs, when you just don't get that stuff back. Right. Also, that's why you should be doing crossword puzzles and mm. Sudoku and playing pickleball. Do you like that kind of stuff, Sudoku and crossword puzzles? I like crossword puzzles. I'm more of a word find gal. Show me a second grader's word find and I'm happy for it. That's the problem. <laughs> I can't do the New York Times crossword oh, it's very puzzle. hard. That When I, when people, I mean, I'm like, what? Uh, I, I can't no. with this. Mm-mm. Like second grade, yeah. Sure. Fourth grade, maybe. Maybe. You get into the... Upper level, just a high school crossword puzzle. Forget it. I don't think I could do it. Mm-mm. That's like you really have to. But I think the point is that if you keep doing it and you practice it, you'd be better at it. Sudoku, Sudoku. Is that how you say Sudoku? It? Yeah. Sudoku. I don't know how to do that. I don't know. I don't know either. People say you should do that. I don't understand it. So well, they do say like it's it's been proven that people who retire early, mm-hmm. they kind of lose their. They, they start not being as smart. Right, because they stop not, doing the stuff. Their brain's not stimulated. Did you ever hear how um, ice pops were invented, popsicles? No. By an 11-year-old by accident. In 1905, an 11-year-old boy named Frank Epperson left soda powder and water outside overnight with its wooden stir still in the cup. Okay. The mixture had frozen in the chilly night time weather, and so the epicycle was born. 
epicycle. That's what it's called. He said um, that the treat around he he sold the treat around the neighborhood and a nearby amusement park, and even patented the recipe. Ooh. Years later, he changed the name to popsicle mm-hmm. because that was what his kids called their pops concoction. Oh, pops. Sickle. Popsicle. Oh, that's so cute. That is cute. Oh, yeah. I love, it. I love a good popsicle. I liked the fact that a young kid discovered something mm-hmm. and actually monetized it. Yeah, for sure. Back in the 19, early 1900s. He's Come on. A true entrepreneur. Yes. Um, now, Denise, you're a dog lover. How old, how old are River and Sage? Nine and ten. Oh, maybe that. 10 and 11. It, it might be this year they're turning 10 and 11. I think that's what they are. And how old has your oldest? You've always had dogs. Yes. Around. About 12 and a half. Oh, what kind of dog was that? A black lab. Of course it was. They named know how Turbo. To... Turbo. Not Purple. No, my dad had a dog named Purple. Which I, when you, you told me that, it just makes me happy. Yep. A Purple Labrador. Uh, the oldest, the world's oldest dog lived to be 29 and a half years old. Oh my gosh. What kind of dog was it? An Australian cattle dog named Bluey. Oh my, those dogs are so smart too. They are. Yeah. 29. 29. The median age of a dog is anywhere between 10 and 15. So your dogs are right there mm-hmm. in the thick of it. Um, but this Australian cattle dog named Bluey survived to the ripe old age of 29 and a half years old. Cutie. You know, I, I think that environment here, our dogs drink and we've always had a pool. And mm. our dogs always, no matter what, mm. I have clean water available. They always go to the pool. They a want lot. that pool water. Yes, and I think it's not good for them. That's interesting. Yeah, and I try. I mean, our pool is like a salt pool, but it still has got chlorine in it. It's, it's just got, got chemicals. Stuff. Yeah, they're drinking and eating things. You know, they'll eat the the grass, and it's got fertilizer on it. I just don't think that they have the ability to live. They always they seem to get like some kind of cancer or something. Mm. I think the environment here is just not, I mean, in Australia, you probably aren't around any of those chemicals. You're out in the wide open and living your best life. At 29 years old, Bluey was doing it. I would love it if my dogs lived to be 29. Really? Yeah, because I don't want to get a new dog. It's the worst, right? The puppy stage? I I don't want any of that. And I just, our dogs are like, part of our family now and they're so easy and mm-hmm. ugh, I don't want to do that well as long as we're talking about age the oldest cat you've had cats too yes how old is your oldest cat been I don't remember how old the oldest cat was I don't remember but probably like I think my mom's cats live to be 10 or 12 years old but I know they live a long time they can especially if they're like indoor right, right. if they're really taken care of world's oldest cat was a cat named cream puff oh 38 no way! That's what it says right here. I don't believe it. That Listen, the Christian Science Reading Room <laughs> Library would not lie. And uh, this is, that's what they're telling us. It's a domestic cat. Um, on average, a cat lives to be about 15. Female cats live longer than male cats, which is good to know because that's the same in like humans. Mm-hmm. Women live longer than men. Sure. The, the men in my life are really bitter about that. <laughs> um, but Guinness Book of World Records has Cream Puff in its book. Born in 1967, Cream Puff died in 2005, a tabby mix. She was owned by Jake Perry of Austin, Texas. Wow. Congratulations, Jake. That's the thing about tortoises. Yeah. Oh, yeah. People have tortoises. Mm-hmm. They will outlive you. Mm-hmm. Also, parrots. Yes, parrots. You got to be time. careful. Yeah. You get a parrot, you better be committed. It's a lifetime. Oh, and they're going to repeat everything you say. No. Oh, way. they they talk back. Oof. I don't I, need that. Birds are kind of scary to me. I would never want a bird 
housed in my house. I wanted a bird for a while, but then we got bird dogs, and that didn't seem like it was going to go over real big. It doesn't seem fair to the bird or the dog. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. The poor dogs would have gone crazy. Right. Okay. How long can you hold your breath? Not that long. When I was really actively scuba diving. Oh, you scuba dived? Uh-huh. I didn't know. Are you certified? Uh-huh. Oh, I can't I'm, do that. I'm patty certified. Wow. When I was doing that, I think I could have done it longer than I can now, but I, I it takes practice. No, yeah, it yeah, yeah. You can increase your lungs. Did you know that a sloth can hold its breath longer than a dolphin can? Well, how long can a dolphin? Well, I don't know that, but <laughs> I can say this: by slowing their heart rate, sloth can hold their breath for up to fill in the blank. Um, seven minutes. 40 minutes. 40 minutes? <laughs> What's it doing all that time? Why is it holding its Slothing. breath? Slothing. Dolphins need to come up for air after about 10 minutes. Sure. But the sloth can just chill for 40 minutes? They don't move. No, they expend no energy. They have zero... 40 minutes. I don't know why they're holding their breath for 40 minutes. And mm-hmm. I don't know how they know that. Because like, they've studied them. Well, yeah. But like, how do you know if it's holding its breath? You just like... Well, you can tell if I'm holding my breath. Can't you? I mean, you have to be really close to a... I mean... Well, they probably have it in a special study with like a little yeah. mirror under its little slothy nose. <laughs> That's what I'm wondering. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm I'm sure there's a way. I'm just saying I'm looking at him in a tree and I'm like, how do you get up there to know that? I'm, yeah, I, I know. I'm not very smart. No, 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 no. But there's sloth experts out there who are like, it's not a problem to figure out if the sloth is holding its breath. They love it. If I was to ask you what the largest, what the tallest mountain on earth is, what would you say? Mount Everest. Okay. You're so good. I, it really was a hard brain one well, for me. I, I've been to Fremont Street today. Okay, people? Got to give her a break. <laughs> the brain, and we just talked about gray matter just depleting. I think I lost a lot of brain cells yeah. that tonight. She saw some stuff. It's <laughs> not good. I can't get back that 15 minutes. I thought I was going to walk down all of Fremont Street, just so you know. Oh, that we, was my plan. No, no, no. We no, went, we went thought, about 100 yards. Yeah, we did. I don't. And it wasn't even 100 yards. It was like a quarter of Fremont Street. And we were like, okay, got to go. <laughs> Thank you. I'm feeling like I need to leave. Call your mother. <laughs> Please, honey, that's getting arrested or whatever was happening. Um, I've got bad news for you. Mount Everest is not the tallest mountain on earth. Uh, Is it in Japan? No, it's in Hawaii. What? Yeah. The Moana Kei and the Moana Loa in Hawaii, they're twin volcanoes. They are both taller than Mount Everest. Their heights are submerged underwater. Oh. Isn't that fun? That's interesting. Yeah. The twin volcanoes measure a staggering 10.2 kilometers in total compared to Everest's paltry 4.6 kilometers. I don't know. I don't know what a kilometer is, but it's got... (laughs) 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 It's double. (laughs) I'm laughing because we were just talking about your math skills. They're really good. I'm not laughing because I'm laughing with you because I am the worst mathematician well, do you know on the planet. What a kilometer is though? To compare to a mile? A mile? No. no okay. So well, yeah, I don't either. We've run three ten k's and we've run so five k's, five k's, and some of us ran a three k. <laughs> How far is that? It's like not far at all. It's like two miles. It's yeah, it's less. <laughs> let's just take all of that out because no we sound like we're leaving all moron. of it in we are freaking dumb 
<laughs> we're every woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Did you, speaking of women, mm-hmm. a woman was elected to Congress before women's suffrage. I did not know this. I didn't know that. I didn't either. Because I've read the book about, you know, President, How Long Must We Wait? Yes. I'm going to plug that book again for anyone who is looking for a historically great book. Mm-hmm. It's so awesome. Mm-hmm. American women were given the right to vote in 1920, but Jeanette Rankin became the first woman in the United States federal office in 1916. How is that possible? I don't know. That's so All I know weird. is I'm going to show you a little picture of our friend Janine, and she looks so hip. Oh, she's amazing. She's awesome. Yeah, she's this awesome. was a, when she's older, obviously, but yes. it was awesome. Yes. That's so fun. I know. Back to the animal world. Octopuses don't actually have tentacles. What do they have? Arms. What? Mm-hmm. Because of the type of animal that they are. Um, they're considered arms. They're considered arms. What are yeah. tentacles? Scientists define tentacles as limbs with suckers at the end. Octopus arms have suckers down most of their length. Oh. So there you go. I have another fun fact about an octopus. Tell me more. That was my, really? literally going to be one of my next ones. Tell me everything. Octopus. Octopuses. Octopi. It says octopuses on oh, my... it does? Yes, it does. Then that's what you say. Octopuses. Because the internet knows. But it didn't sound right. Well, it's not Octopi. great. Octopi. Yeah, I won't say octopuses. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say ocu- octopi. Okay. Or a single octopus has three hearts. Three. Three hearts. Oh. Squid do too. They do? One pumps blood to their whole systems and two are dedicated just to the gills. Okay. Just to the gills. Okay. Interesting. That's so fun. These things are very... What is... Something's not right with those octopuses. No, what? Oh, well, they're weird. They just seemed weird. No, they're weird. They're weird. Yeah. Yeah. And squid... Did you ever see Octopus, My Friend, or whatever that nope. was? Uh-uh. You didn't watch it? Mm-mm. Oh, my gosh. I know. Everyone tells me I should. It's so... You'll cry. I don't want to cry. All of a sudden, you will be like, that poor octopus, and it's his friend, and I don't understand. I'm and weeping now for the octopus. It literally... It, you weep for the man who lost his friend. Oh, really? It's so strange. Oh. It is such a strange phenomenon. We watched it during the pandemic, because everything sure. was... That's all we did. Everything was terrible. It was so amazing. Oh. It's a documentary that is so good. They're real smart. That's the thing. You realize that you see this blob, you Mm. see these arms, we'll call them arms, not tentacles, obviously. And you're like, that is odd. That Mm. is prehistoric. That is not normal. And that's just a blob. No. They're super smart. They have feelings. Oh, they do. Yeah. Like dolphins. Kind of Mm. like, you know, a dolphin has consent stuff, an octopus has feelings. It's so cute. Yes. All right, I'm going to tell you a little something about um, childbirth, and you're not going to like it. <laughs> I've already I've already experienced it three times, but I don't know if there's anything you can tell me that I won't already know. Well, this is um, this is this screams to me, and don't get me wrong, I love men, but this screams to me a man invented this. <laughs> well, men inv- invented almost everything, like all the bathrooms we go into that only have like six stalls for all the women in the entire concert. Oh yeah, the women at well. Yeah, go to a Rush concert and you won't have that problem. At a Rush concert, the women's bathrooms are empty because there's no women there. So. Well, at a hockey game, you also have a better chance of, of getting finding it's, a bathroom. It's, it's not. There's still a lot of women, but you'll the, you'll have to wait for your man at a hockey game. That's good. I like that <laughs> for once. Mm. Chainsaws were first invented for childbirth. Come again? Chainsaws. <laughs> were first invented for childbirth. I was getting a drink while you were <laughs> yes, saying that. Yes, you were. So I thought maybe I misheard you. No, 
Mm-mm. And what were they going to u- use them for? It was developed in Scotland because the Scottish, you know, they're they're a kooky bunch up there. Um, <laughs> they invented in, in the late 18th century to help aid and speed up the process of the widening of the pubic cartilage. So imagine that down in there, your pubic bone. I know what you're saying. Okay, you're, you're looking at me confused. I'm still confused by you saying that. They would remove that bone during childbirth. The pubic bone? They would, well, they'd saw it <laughs> to open up the way for childbirth. I don't think they do that with everyone, but I think maybe during difficult childbirth, this is probably before cesarean sections. I don't know. I don't know. It wasn't until the start of the 20th century that we started using chainsaws for wood chopping. Before that, it was to cut through bone during childbirth. I can't imagine that the woman would live and what the quality of life would be afterwards. I don't know. I'm just giving you a... Just think about it. Uh, I can't. There's not a lot of anatomy that I really know, but I know that area pretty well. Sure. Because you've got that area. So you know I understand that area. But now I don't want a chainsaw there. Just a second, though. I think we're thinking of like a fuel-powered, big chainsaw yes i think that i think this is more of a medical instrument that was smaller and then they got bigger when they decided to move it to wood some dude had it at his house some scottish dude and he's like let's make this big so i can chop that tree down well he took the little one out there and was like look at all the little branches i can cut off my tree you know what would be better is if this thing was bigger but let's try it on a woman first and see how it works well they were using them they were called a flexible saw so it that was makes used... it sound a little bit better, but when you say saw and pelvic bone and anywhere near that region, I don't like it. I don't love it. Don't get me wrong. It was um, it, well, I don't. I hate to. I hate to throw an entire an entire nation under the bus, but it was it was it was brought to life in Scotland, but it was developed by a German physician. Those Germans knew how to torture. I mean, they got some stuff happening. Oh, I have a little picture. Is it big? Mm-mm. It's handheld. Okay. And there's a crank. So it's the saw goes up in and out like that Imagine with a hand crank. cranking on that with no anesthesia? I think they knock you out. You were out. Did they have anesthesia? Yes. They could knock you out. That's the first thing people <sighs> figured out how to do. Yeah. Without whiskey. Like don't just drink no, all no. of the... Well, we're going to knock you right out. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Go on. Um, supermarket apples can be up to a year old. What? Oh, I hate These this. weird facts might have you changing the way you eat. Mm-hmm. Those fresh apples aren't at all as fresh per se. They're usually picked between August and November, covered in wax, hot air dried, and sent into cool, cold storage. After oh. six to 12 months, they finally land in your grocery store shelves. Mm-mm. I don't like any of it. I'm just saying you might want to start buying organic or locally sourced. Okay. And oh. just... Ugh. Uh, it kind of gave me the heebie-jeebies. It's not great. Because okay. I like an apple. I do too. Especially with some peanut butter on it. Mm. I don't want it to be a year old though. It is. It's been gassed out of its mind. It's already, it's done. Ugh. All right, I've got one last one. And this is to kick off our Super Bowl season. Mm. It's just around the corner. They're really getting ready for it here in Las Vegas. Did you see those huge football helmets that were hanging oh, yeah. in the lobby? And, and football um all the footballs hanging also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's really cute. They're yeah. really doing it up in all the lobbies. Football teams wearing red play better. 
both of the teams exactly are wearing red yes isn't that funny well i hope they are well we don't know because they're both at red teams but one will probably have to have white on that's true or opposite color or now the 49ers are red and gold and gold so red and yellow are the chiefs what's it gonna be whoever's wearing the red is going to win is what you're saying well the color of your clothes can affect how you are perceived by others and change how you feel about yourself um a review of football matches in the last 55 years showed that teams wearing red consistently played better in home matches than teams with any other color really yep that's crazy yeah that is fun Mm -hmm. um do you like to hum no I don't love it. You don't love it? I don't love it either. But no. did you know it's impossible to hum while holding your nose? I want you to try it right I'm now. i do it right now. I'm holding uh-huh. my nose. And you're right. I can't. <laughs> you just tested it, didn't you? I did. <laughs> yes. Everybody Normally did. when you hum, the air is able to escape through your nose to create the sound. And of course, it can't do that when you're holding it shut. Yeah. This is one of the weird facts that can test. you can test for yourself. So go ahead and try it. Everyone? Huh? One, on the other end, two, I know you're doing three. it right now. <laughs> Here's another funny thing. Hmm. People used to say prunes sure. instead of cheese. Why? When having their picture taken. In oh. the 1840s, a big, dare, a big, dare we say, cheesy grin was seen as childish. Oh. So one London photographer told people to say prunes. Now, think about this. Back in the 1840s, 1800s, did anyone ever smile? No. No. You say prunes. It looks like someone's saying prunes and thinking about, mm, mm, and I get it out. Like, I mean, like, they're just like, they look miserable. Why didn't we want to smile during pictures? It was childish. Childish. Okay. Uh-huh. To keep their mouth shut ta- taunt. So they would say prunes. Mm. And that look pen- uh, predated today's fish face selfies by, oh, almost 180 years. Fish face <laughs> selfies. Toss it's, up some duck lips and call exactly it a day. That's exactly it. That's oh. exactly it. Oh, my gosh. All right. That does it for this special Las Vegas edition of Two Average Girls. We're glad to have you with us. Wish us luck. And Wish us luck. Yeah, we'll be back with you next week. Um, but thanks for joining us. I'm Ann Police. And I'm Denise Cooper. We are Two Average Girls. We'll see you next time. Episodes of Two Average Girls are free wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to hit the follow or subscribe button on the Two Average Girls main page so you never have to go searching for new episodes. Our editor is Aiden Bloomstein. Our social media producer is Samantha Stone. And original music for Two Average Girls is by Jason Fries. <laughs>